0: Happy Mother's
1: Day. <laughs> My name is Noemi Gang. And I'm Sharnika Howard. And we are sister friends. Yes. And indeed. yeah, and we are sharing a little bit about
0: us through this Happy Mother's Day podcast. We're sharing a so lot. It's for the mothers, the mothers, the aunties, the god moms, the ones that have a tribe, that are looking for a tribe, mm-hmm. that are open to new experiences, that are anxious
1: and curious yeah. about
0: life. Yeah, yeah, it's for
1: you. Yep.
0: But we also want you to share
1: your perspective on what we're talking about. So we welcome you along this ride.
0: Happy <laughs> Mother's Day!
1: People think people go to therapy to fix them. Mm-hmm. Therapy's not going to fix you. Right. Therapy's <laughs> going to tell you what your problem is and give you the tools for you to fix yourself. Yep. The work is not in showing up to the therapy mm-hmm. lesson. Mm-hmm. The work is when you done paid your $100 an hour about 15 times and the bank account is low and it's like, now I got to do it. You know what I mean? Or yeah. that first situation where you have to apply those tools, that first difficult conversation with that person after, you know, your therapy sessions. Like, how are you moving forward with that? Right. And I think I think that's the misconception. Yeah. You know and what so I mean? And so then when
0: it comes to children... Just recognizing and owning the fact that, like, there will be something that they need to recover from. Absolutely. That happens in their childhood, whether you intentionally or not.
1: Look outside. Right. 2023 is
0: crazy. Right. But even in your home, like, there yep. is something that you did or said didn't or do. didn't say, mm-hmm. right, that will impact them in some way. And we talked about it in part one of this episode mm-hmm. where you were, like, you know, just accepting your mom mm-hmm. and dad for who they were and same with me, like just recognizing that some things happen right, wrong or indifferent. Mm-hmm. They need it to happen. They, mm-hmm. they shaped me. Mm-hmm. Um, have I laid or sat in someone's chair to talk about? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or zoomed. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. To talk about it with a therapist. Absolutely. Girl, I'm and, looking at you
1: and I'm not even looking at the camera. Oh, oh, we, um,
0: mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of life. Like yeah. just knowing and owning that we're raising these little people and we're doing the best. Mm. That we, for those of us that are invested in raising yeah. these children, we're doing the best that we can. Mm-hmm. And they're still probably going to yeah. go to therapy. They, they should. They should.
1: They should. And even if it's not therapy, I think that we need to raise, we need to try. I'm I'm really careful in my language as well. Like we need to try to raise emotionally, not emotionally intelligent, emotionally literate. Mm children. Everyone isn't going to know how to handle their feelings, but being able to identify and put a name to how they feel is so important. Like Emery, for example, I feel sad. Okay. Well, sad. That's a, that's a really big feeling. You know, how are you feeling? Mm-hmm. Like what, where is that coming from? Is it about school? Is it about mommy? Is it about daddy? Is it about something going on at home? You know what I mean? And having her work through, those emotions, that's practice because when she's older, you know, she's not going to just have one response to being sad, to being angry. It's like, she's going to be able to pinpoint where those things are coming from. Mm-hmm. And based on me kind of holding her hand through it, she'll be able to do it on her own.
0: You know what I mean? So I remember when Queenie started, like, identifying the emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, there were some days where I would be like, girl, I don't I'm not to talk angry. about it. just cry. I remember, just I'm cry. angry. Yeah, I'm like, Girl, what happened? Uh, what? But
1: this is the thing. Emotionally literate, but also like yeah. a, a three-year-old. <laughs> I mean, we're not about to have like a whole 30-minute therapy session about, uh-huh. it literally could be she don't like that green yes. that you're wearing. And yeah. it elicits anger from her spirit and she don't like it. You know, I just I I think that even practicing those Absolutely. emotions, like how do you feel today? You Absolutely. know, what can we do to yes. to? And I yeah. one thing with Emery is I recently taught her hangry, so like she my baby <laughs> just doesn't like to eat, man. My little skinny mini baby shape, just like her daddy. Um, but she she will she will not eat like and she cool with it. And I'm like, baby, you're gonna you're gonna get frustrated. So, like, you know, after she doesn't uh-huh. eat, she's just be in a bad mood, she'd be crying. And I'm like, baby, you're hangry. She's like what does that mean? Uh-huh. I'm like, it means that you're angry, you're, you're uh-huh. angry, but it's because you don't have food in uh-huh. your stomach. And we went through that whole like hangry describing what it is, and now she's like, Mommy, I think I'm hangry. <laughs> I'm like, okay, go get you a snack and she'll come but She's like, Wow, I feel Oh, better i was hangry and it's just like those moments make me so proud it's like that's one more you know emotion one more tool to your like emotional Absolutely. tool belt that you can recognize yes. that you can self-diagnose you can mm-hmm. be like you know what I'm tripping. When was the last time I had a snack? So she comes to me like, yeah. "Mommy, I'm hungry. I need a yeah. snack."
0: I'm like, okay, let's get a snack. But next mm-hmm. time, eat your lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. And, no, I love that because that's when it starts like identifying those emotions and learning how to regulate, mm. um, which I believe starts then too or before. I do. I do. Much before. I do. Um, and it's really important for them to have, and we. I certainly was not raised to say I'm sad or, you know, no one was asking that. It was how was your day at school, right? Like, that was the the extent of it. And so I also believe that, like, these, you know, I think that as a society, a lot of folks, you know, ourselves included as parents, but also teachers Mm -hmm. and those in academia are really paying attention to the emotions of these young people. And they're preparing them and giving them, showing Mm -hmm. them how to use the tools. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that they will probably, I hope that at least that generation will probably be like the most emotionally mature. Um, I already think
1: I already think it's happening. Yeah. It's happening with Gen
0: X. Girl, I don't even know the Gen. Gen
1: I think it's happening with Gen X. And like we're seeing it from like the way that they enter the workforce. They are not dealing with the things. I mean, I feel like you never dealt with the things, but they're not dealing with the things that I had to deal with. They're not dealing with the things that my parents had to deal with. They're entering spaces where they feel like they can be their full selves. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm interested to see how it's going to play yeah. long-term. But what I do see now is you have these organizations that are losing people because they don't feel happy at mm-hmm. work. And it's really hard or to because replace. Or
0: the companies don't align with their values.
1: Exactly. I love I, and, or the uh-huh. companies don't have wellness plans yeah. built yeah. into, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't offer, you know, days that mm-hmm. like you just might be down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my my job before I left, they started, I think you had to be there for a certain number of years, but we had a, a unlimited leave policy that actually came to play like the week before <laughs> that I quit, <laughs> which was great, but it took years. Yeah, It took years. And I feel like by the time they implemented it, I had already felt like it was too late for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that w- that wasn't enough right. for me to stay because you still had to go through a process. Mm-hmm. You still had to ask for the time. And if you had projects, they can de- deny okay. it. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, I think we're moving in the right direction, but I really think the babies, the kids, the younger generation, they're really making it. They're forcing us to take notice And and I'm so I cannot wait to see what it looks like with the younger generation. I will share like, you know, the negative things like people are always just like, oh, this generation is too sensitive. They can't handle anything. Maybe we handle too much. Mm
0: -hmm. Maybe
1: we put too much on ourselves as kids.
0: Or they say like they're entitled. I like it. Entitled people make changes because they hold people to standard. Right. Don't we want our kids yeah. to have better than And I'm not us? saying go walk around entitled but there's some yeah. goodness to that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. comes with that in, in in terms of your character. Like yeah. folks who are entitled typically demand the best. Mm-hmm. They feel like they deserve the best. They want the best for mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they are more likely to hold politicians mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. teachers and mm-hmm. even parents. Yep. Like our babies. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So there's some good in that.
1: I love it. I, I I don't mind. I've also I've also I've always been the type of person that likes to be challenged. I always want to be better. And once I feel like I'm in a room, where I can't grow, I need to go to another Maybe room. It. I've always been that person. It's just growth. I mean, maybe I just have this weird relationship with growth because I don't think that growth feels good. It never feels good, but I always feel so accomplished after yeah. I feel like I've overcome something, I've grown through something, and I think for me, it's not just about me. It's about my babies. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the I'm the I'm the mom. Yeah, everybody, every every woman has a good or bad relationship with their mom there's no way that you're walking through this earth without having moments that you connect to the women in your life and it always starts the mom a grandma Mm -hmm. someone who raised you and I'm like even with my mom now we've had such a crazy relationship growing up but she's I'm about to call her as soon as you know what I mean (laughs) like
0: that's my girl did you go like I went through a period with my mom where I could not that lady. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I Ugh. mean, we we go through
1: my mom can't stand me and she'll tell me. <laughs> you know, I but I, I definitely oh, did yes. go through. Yeah. We went through our phase where I just felt like she didn't get me, she didn't care to understand me, you know, and and that was right before I needed her. Right before I really needed her. And I'm like, I don't got nobody else. I got you, sis. So what's up? What we know? <laughs> <laughs> what we doing? You know, but I think. Had she not shown up for me in that way, we would not have the relationship mm-hmm. that we have now. Like, I feel like motherhood is preparing you for this test yeah. that you're going to have. It's one test. How you perform How, right. on that one test. Right. You don't know when it's going to show up. You don't know <sighs> what it's going to be. But I think leading with love, leading with she can always come to you and get the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my mom was like that because I don't know that she got that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think that my mom felt understood. I don't. I think that my mom spent a lot of time, maybe not a lot of time, because if you know her, you know it was it wasn't a lot of time. But I think she spent some time trying to gain acceptance. But I think once she realized she couldn't get it for herself, she just like I'm gonna just blow it up, <laughs> and I'm gonna
0: just don't
1: speak me. I mean, you know my mom. Yes. Like she, yes. you know, and I just feel like. I respect even I think even though I think she's crazy, I respect her. There's no woman that I respect more than my mom. Like, same. Period. Same. Nobody can comfort my mom. Nobody can say nothing about my mom. Yes. You know, I just think that she's been an incredible supporter, mm-hmm. an incredible like she's even learned. Let me know if you've experienced this too. Like there's a point where your mom has to kind of fall back and be like, oh, she got this. Yes. Like with the <laughs> – Yeah. do you feel like that's currently yes. happening? Yes.
0: I feel like – so, again, my mom was just kind of not offering a whole lot of advice. Okay. You know, once I got to a certain point, she would just kind of ask those questions, yeah. drop a little question. Um, But I absolutely think that my mom, after a while, she was just like – this girl's got it. Yeah, like, I'm not questioning mm-hmm. any of her mm-hmm. decisions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's got it. Yeah, and I think that that's what she did really well with me, mm-hmm. which is why you know, I do think um, I know that I make good decisions for myself and for Queenie. You do because thank you. I, I think see that it. was validated really early mm-hmm. for me, and so mm-hmm. I've learned to pray, trust myself consult, counsel, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. of course, wise counsel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but I think that's something that she did extremely well with me. And I know that comes from just knowing your child. Yeah. Um, it's, I think she knows you very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does. Mm-hmm. She Even she though does. I think
1: you guys are very different, she knows you well. She knows what she created. Yeah.
0: She knows. Mm-hmm. She does. And she can sense when like, you know, something's off mm-hmm. and she might not because, um, I'm private in all the, you know, so Mm -hmm, she, mm -hmm. she's never going to push or probe, uh, but she knows and she positions herself to be available or to fall back Mm -hmm. depending on what she senses Mm -hmm. that I need. Mm -hmm. So like, even when I had Queenie um, and, you know, I came home from the hospital and it's me and Queenie Mm -hmm. and my mom was not overbearing. She was just like, Hey, do you want me to come stay Mm -hmm. with you all? Or what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't mm-hmm. like I'm coming in. Eh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and it was. I was just like, you know what? I want to spend the first night with her by mm-hmm. myself at home, mm-hmm. and then you can come. And she Aww. she came, and she was supposed to stay for two weeks. That lady was like, listen, yeah, my mom not staying over. For she two did weeks. not. She no. she was there about a week. Yeah, I think I don't even know she made it. A I was whole about to week. say a
1: week is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm the opposite because. Okay, let me think about. So, (laughs) let me rephrase. I was about to say that um, I would love for my mom to stay for two weeks. So
0: I love
1: the idea of having my mom. Does everything? She does, but like we bump. She she does, but we can't be around each other for that long. So it's just like I wish I had two houses.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Like I want her to be close, but I don't want her to be there. You know? But my mom's the same, like. I think that like God really either positioned us in a way or he gives you the child you need. Yo, and but he also gives you the mom that you need. Yeah, that's sometimes. what I mean. But so you yeah. were what she needed. Yeah. Um sometimes and because I know, I know a lot of people, it's not lost on me that everybody doesn't have yeah. you know relationships with their mothers or living mothers in general to to build those relationships with. But one thing that I will say is like it didn't have to be this way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was this way because it takes work, constant work on my part and on my mom's part. My mom and I are hot and cold. One day we can't stand each other. And she'll tell me, I can't stand you. I hate when you act like this. <laughs> and I am like you, my mom, what you mean you can't stand me? But I just think that like, I've had to, one, understand and accept things about my mom that she'll never change. There are things that bother me about her. I don't mm-hmm. like I don't always like the way that she talks to me sometimes. I'm still that sensitive little girl. Yes, I was raised by this yes. really strong, independent, witty, you know, nothing bothers me kind of woman, but I'm not that woman. Mm-hmm. Things bother me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I and and it may not bother me from everyone, but it bothers me from her. Yeah. You know, or it bothers me from women that I if I were to ever do something wrong and you were like, no maybe, like I can't believe like, I would be like, wait, I I'm sorry (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I don't you know like I just I really value her opinion so when you know she's disappointed in something that I say or do you know that does hurt my feelings and there are times where I am in the wrong and I have to apologize and she also knows her child I don't I don't like to apologize I don't like to be wrong I I walk through the way yeah but I think it mostly comes from like I really move around the world from a place of love so if if someone gets the wrong, you know, vibe from me or if I were if I was rude, like, that's never the opinion that I want someone to have of me. That's why I'm so apologetic when I'm in a bad mood and stuff like that. Like, we're humans. Things happen. But, like, I don't like to be misunderstood or misrepresented because I really do not necessarily want people to like me, but like I said, come from a place of love and understanding. Okay. So, like, when I miss the mark with that, it it's disappointing you know what i mean and i feel like with my mom i've missed the mark you know with that i think your mom is like the first person the first girl relationship that you have the first friendship that you Mm -hmm. have with another woman so you're learning how to talk to women through your relationship with your mom good and bad you know what I mean you're learning how to you know solve conflict or not solve conflict or avoid conflict Mm -hmm. with the relationship with your mom you know what I mean and I, I and I definitely want at this place in my life to have more of a friendship with her yeah and I think that me becoming a mom and me like I think her, her seeing the kicks that me and Emery have is like, ah, I gotcha, you know? <laughs> <laughs> because she really is a lot, is just like me. Yeah, yes. She's
0: just, just, just like yeah. me,
1: you know? And, and I don't know. I'm really interested to see so, what that ends yeah. up looking like.
0: So I, on my end, because my mom is, is, uh, she's the coolest lady. Mm-hmm. At I'm the same outside. time, though, we got to wrap soon because I got to go give. Let's uh. go. Gr- okay. She's she's so cool. And at the same time, though, she, you know, was raised during that time where your mom isn't your best friend mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's probably, that that played a role in the type of relationship that we had and continue to have. But I mean, now we, co- you know, yeah. we laugh and we joke, but we're not. Talking about the intimate, yeah, details, you know, and I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> but I think it's beautiful, right? I, but I believe yeah. that me and Queenie will. Yeah, I think it's just you know relationships are, they they grow and they change yeah. over time culturally and generationally. Yeah, everything, and that's just changed. a change mm-hmm. that I foresee. You know, for my family, for that lineage, mm-hmm. is what mothering and parenting looks like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we talked about a lot of I stuff.
1: know I want to end it on one question, yes. though. So kind of going back to, you know, this is therapy like we're going to have a part three or part four. I don't even know how many <laughs> episodes this is. This is going to be. But I think this is an ongoing conversation. And I think that it touches on so many points, you know, with motherhood, with, you know, individuality and trying to figure out where you are in this world. When it comes to having like those difficult conversations specifically with our kids, you know, how how are we actively going to approach it? And the reason why I ask that is because I've had a couple difficult conversations with Emery, but they're like five-year-old, six-year-old appropriate conversations. And, um, you know, we're kind of living in a world where they don't have to ask you. You know what I mean? They can figure it out on their own. And it's just like, what kind of role do I want to take as a mother in holding her hand through that process? You know what I mean? Do I want to go ahead and figure things out and prep myself for confidence? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of feel myself getting a little anxious Mm -hmm. because, you know, we're not sharing. Our kids aren't just with us. We're sharing them with the entire world. Yeah. You know, I don't know what the other kids in her class are going through. I don't know what conversations are having, are happening. Apparently, Emery got married. She has two husbands. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And they treat her really nice. I was like, what do husbands do? And she's like. They help me on the monkey bars, and if I fall, they'll help me up. And, but it's just like, think about it like they're being gentlemen, you know yes. what I mean? Like,
0: girl, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just and then scared. apparently, there are folks with two husbands now. Yeah, heard uh, yeah, it's a whole show I yeah. Heard. I think there's somebody but,
1: in her class with two moms, and I'm like, I mean, we're talking
0: about
1: all the things. Oh, yeah, we're gonna talk about all the things. And I think,
0: but to answer your question, yep. mm-hmm. you, you were asking, like, how, how do you want to leave? Yeah. I always want to leave with kindness yeah, as much as possible uh, no judgment mm-hmm. I want Queenie to feel free and safe with mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Um, and I want her to always know that she is loved and that There is nothing that our relationship can't come back Mm -hmm, from. mm -hmm. Um, That's cute. Yeah, there'll be times where I am not pleased with a decision. I will be disappointed. Mm -hmm. That's just going to come with continuing Mm -hmm. to be a human. Yep. Um, But I want her to know that, like, mommy always has her back. And then for me, I really appreciate, you know, the advice that you gave me and the I don't know what I said, introspection <laughs> that it caused just around like the resilience yeah. and oh, yeah. the trust that's mm-hmm. there and knowing that um and not putting you know my fears and insecurities and thoughts all on her mm-hmm. and just allowing her to, to be yeah. and then navigating it right so it's I, a never just, ending just tell her mm-hmm. that Aunt Pat and Mr. Mm. Hall. Be away there for her. And then be there mm-hmm. instead of shielding because yeah. I cannot protect her from everything. Mm-hmm. She is going to need mm-hmm. to go to therapy yeah. yeah.
1: And then guide her through navigating those through. emotions. Yep. yep.
0: Man, motherhood is tough. Yep. Happy, <laughs> happy Mother's Day.
1: Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> We're gonna end it on that. But that was good. That was such that that's, that felt like happy mother's yes. day. Yes. Yes. That
0: really yes. felt like Happy Mother's Day!